0: Hi, this is Shannon Trim. I'm a physician assistant in Asheville, North Carolina, and I specialize in regenerative medicine and aesthetics. You can find out more about who we are and what we do by searching for advanced regenerative therapy on the World Wide Web. Legal wants me to remind all of you that even though I'm a certified provider, the particular views in this podcast are meant to educate, entertain, and enlighten you. They're not meant to take the place of a unique consultation with a healthcare professional who can actually diagnose and treat you in person. If you are interested in learning more about your metabolic health, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, biohacking your system, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, sexual optimization, or any other topics covered in this podcast and others, please find our website in the bio. And without further ado, here's what we have for today. Yo, I don't think we should talk about this. People might misunderstand what we're trying to say, you know? It's a part of life, okay? sex. Now that I have your attention, sex is one of those womb to tomb constants that will always be a part of the human experience. We're here because of it and as we grew to understanding, it hung over our heads as an intriguing mystery until our first experience personally with it. Then it became a challenge, a goal, a drive, and the measure that other pleasurable experiences would be compared to. Until that dreaded and unexpected time when the pleasure of sex seems to be overshadowed by the challenge of the act. If you are a human that is approaching the construct of middle age, you probably have an idea of what I'm talking about. There comes a time in life when your romantic notions and your plans do not line up with your desire and ability. As we age, our sexual communication system begins to atrophy and with it, desire, ability, and stamina wane. It's commonly understood that humans are living far longer than our ancestors had. The natural trajectory of life was birth through childhood Then adult lessons, onto parenthood, and then the finality of death. But nowadays, humans are able to continue to procreate later into their lives than previous generations. We're healthy people in our 40s, 50s, and beyond. Our expectation is to be able to continue careers and enjoy the fruits of labor and even our loins. Whether the pleasure of sex suddenly becomes a challenge, or slowly becomes monotonous, frustration and relationship hardships are the only things coming to a climax. Sexuality has become normalized in older populations, more so than previous generations. The 80s sitcom Golden Girls touched on the widely unspoken notion that mature women desired to maintain sexual relevance. Instead of being simply seen as matronly asexual comfort objects, women over 50 wanted to remind the population at large they were still interested in carnal pleasure. Modern populations are living longer and naturally expecting that their sexual appetites and abilities will keep up. Along with the expectations of youthful, energetic sex, people want to maintain the guise of youth. Think about this. The character you just heard, Blanche Devereaux. On the sitcom, she was a 53-year-old actress playing a 53-year-old character. Now compare the standard expectation of today. People like Jennifer Aniston and Jennifer Lopez are about the same age currently. Whereas Blanche was seen comically portraying a sassy, sex-crazed older woman, the two Jennifers of today are now considered exceedingly desirable women by modern standards. By the early 2000s, we had normalized aesthetic surgical procedures that seemed to reverse the signs of aging outwardly. Science has only gotten better. People now appear healthier and were expected to be able to perform as a healthy young person should. If social media has taught us anything, it's that people seem to now have an innate desire to look more sexually attractive and younger then their contemporaries. So we have our beauty lockdown, but now we need to turn our attention to how we feel. It's very common for both men and women to slide into a sexual apathy when they hit their 40s and above. If you're about to argue that you don't feel that way yet, understand you're an outlier. In fact, in my clinic, I've treated people as young as their 20s for sexual dysfunction. No matter what your age, barring emotional or physical trauma, there may be a solution for you, and I can help. PRP, or platelet-rich plasma, is a way we can help to wake up your sexual organs. How so? Well, PRP, is the concentration of your own growth factor that calls your stem cells into action. They then build and repair what age and time have taken away. When injected safely and practically painlessly into specific areas of your body, the PRP can stimulate new innervation and blood supply to previously worn out tissue. In other words, Orgasms become stronger. Refractory periods become shorter. Stimulation becomes easier. And growth, yes, even growth, is possible. Bremelanotide is a peptide, also called PT-141. I call it a neuroaphrodisiac because it gets your brain stimulated acting on neurotransmitters that impact your libido and your sexual function. It is unlike something like Viagra or sildenafil and Cialis. It's good for men and women who've not had any success with other treatments. but PRP and PT-141 are only the tip of the iceberg. There are many ways that we can help and evaluate you for any kinds of sexual dysfunction you may be facing. It's important to contact your local provider and ask them frankly about what issues that you and your partner are experiencing. Don't be afraid, it's easy. There are lots of ways to get help. If you'd like more information from me, visit my website at www.artavl.com. That's Art Asheville. Come see me in Biltmore Park in Asheville, North Carolina. I'd be happy to give you a consultation and we can talk about this one-on-one. I hope you guys have a great day and enjoyed the podcast. Bye!